And hello from Boise. You're listening to Extra Credit, your weekly podcast about education policy and education politics. I'm Clark Corbin. Once again, uh, my normal sidekick, partner in crime, Kevin Richard, is out of town. So I've got a special guest on the program this week, uh, my boss, my editor, education, Idaho Education News editor Jennifer Swindell is joining me this week. And Jen, I don't know if you really knew that it was real, but we, we do the podcast. I haven't been like lying to you or misleading you for the past couple of years. It, it's real, and here you are, and, and welcome. Well, gee, thanks for the invite, Clark. I've uh, been managing Ed News for more than six years now, and th- this is the first time you've ever invited me onto your show. Well, we'll have to, we'll have, to have you on a little bit more regularly uh, coming up then. But, uh, yeah, I wanted to talk to you about a new book uh, that Ed News has put out, and we actually basically are out of print. We we're having to print uh, more copies and order more copies. But you and our data analyst, Randy Schrader, have taken a deep dive into all the data that's available about Idaho education. But tell us about the book, what it's called, and kind of where the idea came from. So Idaho Ed Trends, the book, is a 50-page desk guide of all the uh, best data, most recent publicly available data on Idaho's public schools. And the reason we created the book is just to give our readers or Idahoans and patrons another platform of which to receive news. I mean, we're a public awareness service. And while, while we have our website, not everybody likes to get their news in that way. So we went ahead and took some of the best stuff that was on our website and put it into a book. When we talk about mining data and the public records requests that we make and sifting through all the data, we did that so that, first of all, so we can understand the education landscape, but to share it with taxpayers, with parents, with educators, with decision makers, right? We wanted to take stuff that's already out there and present it in an, an easy-to-use fashion, something that our readers and listeners and, and fans can take action with, right? Right. That's a really important point, Clark. We didn't create this data. We collected it. We collected it, you know, when, I, when we first started Idaho Ed News, I found that getting information was very difficult, and we're professionals at getting information. So imagine being a parent or a new trustee and trying to understand Idaho's education landscape. So I decided that we would do that for patrons and make it very easy for them. So there's multiple sources of where we got this data. We got it from the State Department, from the State Board, from the National Clearinghouse, and if they didn't have it, we would go directly to schools and districts to get it. Again, we collected it and then we mined it and, and created this really attractive book uh, that has just about everything that, that you might want to know about. What's super important too is this book, not only does it have results of standardized tests, uh, but it also has trends over three year periods and it has a lot of demographic and uh, financial information that just helps keep you up to speed on where we're at. And one of the things that I like about this book, and and I've gone through some of the raw data, right, in in some of the spreadsheets like you guys have, but this is not a 50-page spreadsheet where you have to click through multiple tables to find your school's graduation rate. It's organized with little charts and graphics and photos and tabs, and so it, it doesn't feel like I'm sifting through raw spreadsheets by any means. How important was it to make this something that is easily digestible and not overwhelming? It's like the opposite of a spreadsheet. Oh yeah, it's quite pretty. It has nice colors. Every page has color on it. 
Yeah, I, you know, the journalists right now, we understand that that delivering news is personalized. And so not everyone is going to want to read long form Kevin Richard stories. Right. They might only want to read summaries and uh, get up to speed. So what's, what's, in, what's super unique about this uh, book is not only does it have the data, it also is mirrored with our investigations about the data, sort right. of why you should care about this data, what it means, what's, what's the cost to taxpayers or to kids. And so though the whole story is not in this book, a summary is, and then you can go to our website for the full-length story. So everything that's in the book, we've already published on our website. So this is just a condensed, uh, dressed-up way to present the information. We're a public awareness service, and, and we just want to give everyone all the information they need to be empowered to make better decisions. All right. You've done a pretty good job of selling me on the book so far, but now how do I get it? There's a couple different ways to get it, right? How do I get it and how much are you charging for it? The book is free. It's all free. Ed News News, it's free. Uh, you can download a PDF. Uh, it's on our homepage, idahoednews.org. And then there's also a button there that you can give us your address and I'll mail it to you. Mail it to you for free, right? Mail it to you for free. It yeah, comes so at no cost. We, we printed uh, 2,500 and we've already given them all away. So we're, we're printing another batch. And uh, we, we, we just wanted to get it all the hands. We mailed out uh, some, uh, some to trustees and lawmakers and we've had uh, university presidents ask for the copy of the book, so we're excited about sharing it out. Yeah, for sure. And uh, like like you said, the the homepage is really the best way to get it. IdahoEdNews.org. If you look on the right hand side of the homepage right now, look for the EdTrends logo and the and the little EdTrends button. If you click on that, you can download the PDF, like you said, or you can enter your mailing address, and we'll send you a copy um, just as soon as we get another box printed. We will. Uh, We'll send those out with the, with the next order that goes out, right? Right. You can even stop by our office. And stop come, by the office. Come say hi, and I'll hand you one. Yeah, if you're in downtown Boise, 555 West Bannock Street, pretty much just across the street from uh, the Capitol Mall area, but 5th and Bannock downtown, uh, look for the Ed News art on the window, and that's us. Come in and say hi. If you haven't checked out our office, been downtown almost three years now, um, but check it out for sure. One thing I wanted to ask about, and I've seen some comments online, but what, what, Jen, what was your motivation or what was your agenda in publishing this book? Were you trying to promote one form of education over another, or were you trying to promote issues, or what was your agenda in bringing this book forward? So we have no agenda other than to uh, be a public awareness service. We, we simply took the data, uh, we've written stories about the data, and then we, we took those stories, condensed them, along with the data, and put them in this book. We, uh, we want to hold lawmakers and educators accountable for student achievement and taxpayer dollars, and we want to empower those uh, that, that want to learn more with the best information they can have. We feel fortunate to be in this position, but we are an independent news source, and we, we just want people to have the kind of information that they need to make better decisions. Yeah, for sure. And so when you talk about an agenda, it's important to know, like you said at the beginning, this isn't our data. We didn't come up with this. We got a lot of this data from the State Department of Education, the State Board of Education, the National Clearinghouse, a handful of other sources. We didn't come up with it. 
But I guess when it does come down to an agenda, what you're talking about are really two things then, transparency, providing information to the taxpayers and parents, that would be the first part of the agenda, and then accountability for lawmakers and decision makers, right? Right. I mean, you, if you kind of start looking through the book, just ask yourself, you know, do you really know what teachers make? Well, it's outlined in this, in this book. Uh, do we really know what Idaho spends on education? There's a, several pages on the budget and what we've spent over time. Do you, you know, do you really know how kids perform on reading scores or graduation rates or go on rates? It's all in here. One of the things that I like about this book, and it's towards the back, but what just reminded me is you sent us all a message on kind of our internal messaging service at work just last week about keeping jargon out of our stories, all the abbreviations, all the buzzwords, and you talked about how that can be overwhelming and a real barrier to impacting change. But if you go to the back of our book, of the Ed Trends book on page 46, we have some definitions, and so, if CTE or ESSA or fund balance or emergency levies, if those are kind of foreign topics, this is a really good, almost like jumping off point if you want to help navigate sort of the buzzwords and the complicated lingo that wind up in education policy and budget setting venues, right? Right. I mean, we, you know, we education uses lots of jargons and, and so we just thought, let's just throw in some definitions and questions. Uh, we also have, you know, like I said, questions that are in the back that, that are questions that you could ask your school and your district to sort of learn more about your school. Uh, each school leader should be able to articulate what their school philosophy is, their mission is, um, what they use as credible evidence for student learning, what are their biggest challenges. So there's two pages of questions that you could ask that's, that's also an, another handy guide. All right. Once again, you're listening to the Extra Credit Podcast. Uh, I have editor Jennifer Swindell, editor and founder of Idaho Education News, my boss, on talking about Ed Trends, uh, our book that we just published last month with the most recently available data about education and education in Idaho. If you want to get the book, head over to the homepage, idahoednews.org. Look on the right-hand side at the Ed Trends logo box. Click there, you can either download it in a PDF right to your computer, or you can enter your mailing address and we'll send it to you. If you are in downtown Boise, you wanna stop by the office and meet us and say hello, 555 West Bannock Street, uh, we'll hand you a copy of the book to take with you. Um, I wanna put you on the spot here as, as we kind of wrap it up. You've been closely involved in education policy discussions the last six, almost seven years that we've been around you follow data, you follow the development of bills at the legislative session. Now that you've really absorbed this data, did anything surprise you about the data or people's reaction to this book? Well, of, of late, uh, at least the last five years, lawmakers have made some decent investments in education. Each of the last five years, education has gotten at least $100 million teacher raises have gone up uh, in each of the last five years. Teachers are now eligible, veteran teachers are now eligible for bonuses. And so there's been quite an investment uh, in promoting higher ed and scholarships and advanced opportunities. But yet, in fact, Idaho now is up to spending $2 billion in taxpayers per year on public education. 
yet Idaho's student achievement has stagnated and lags behind national indicators of performance and success. So there's, there's conversations that our, our state needs to have, our leaders need to have into how we affect positive change. Yeah, for sure. Um, who do you think would benefit from, from getting this book? Obviously all Idahoans, but is this something for school trustees and lawmakers? Is this something for educators? Who would really benefit from having a book like this and taking a look at our, at our data that we've compiled here? Well, you know, journalists are really good at, at explaining the problem and telling people we have a problem, this is the numbers. And so those that, that can affect positive change, which is our governor, our, our superintendent, our uh, administrators, and probably most importantly, our trustees, that uh, can be empowered with the more they know and the more they understand, the more they can compare you know, what we're doing in our district, what are they doing in other districts, what can I, what ideas can I steal, um, or who's figured out a way to do it better, uh, or, or comparing with states. So this is just one piece of the kind of information we deliver. We have a very vibrant website, we publish stories every day, we have a data center uh, called Idaho Trends, we have explainer videos that are 90 seconds or less that can explain difficult issues and, and why we should care and then and then now we have this book and we're going to come up with in, in the coming months even d more different platforms for delivering information we want to we just want to be a source that that helps people affect positive change I think this really gets to the heart of our mission and why we're around not only are we able to use our journalism and our website to tell these stories but this is why some people think we're crazy about data that we seek out so much data and we make so many public records requests but this is why so we can pass it on to regular Idahoans right this is why we're crazy about data and always pushing for transparency from our state government and pushing uh, Randy's pushing every day and every week for the most recent accountability data and just data in general so that we can pass it on to the Idahoans who it affects right that's a big part of our mission right we're, we're gonna pass it on to decision makers and, uh, and, and, and empower people. I think, I think everybody, we all want the same goal. We want kids to be successful. We want them to, to have bright futures that where they're in jobs that they can make the money that they can then live the lifestyle they want. We, we all want that same goal. How we get there, however, that's where we differ. So as those are making decisions, we just wanna, we wanna help them with information. All right. Jennifer, that's a lot of the questions I had. Is there anything that I've left out or anything that we want to make sure and let our listeners know about this book, about our Ed Trends project, uh, before we say goodbye today? No, other than uh, Go USA and the World Cup. Yeah, Women's World Cup on Friday, the day we release this podcast, playing Host Nation France in the morning. Uh, results will already be available by the time we post the pod. Hoping for the best, hoping for a strong run. It's been exciting to watch. Uh, the U.S. women, and as a soccer fan, it's great to have a U.S. team that's competitive. As most of you know, the men's team didn't even qualify for the World Cup last year, uh, so all of us will be rooting for the U.S. women uh, at the office here on Friday morning. So go at U.S. women. Uh, thanks again to Jennifer Swindell, Editor-in-Chief, Founder of Idaho Education News. The homepage is idahoednews.org. If you want to click on the right-hand side, the EdTrends logo, you can get the book that we're talking about or download our data. 
Um, if you also want to keep up with all of our latest news, and if you're on social media, if you're on Twitter, especially at Idaho Ed News, is where we break a lot of our big stories and live tweet the biggest meetings. Um, we're going to take next week off for July 4th. Hope everybody has an awesome 4th of July, able to celebrate with their friends and family and do something fun. And then the second week of July, Kevin and I will both be back, talk a little bit about our adventures overseas, talk a little bit, get you up to date with the Governor's Task Force, uh, what they're doing looking at K-12, talk about some of the projects that we're going to take a look at this summer and the rest of the, uh, once the school year gets going in August and September. So summer's starting to pick up. Kevin and I will both be back. Hope you have an awesome 4th of July, and we will see you the second week of August. Uh, we'll get the Extra Credit Podcast going again. But as, as always, thanks so much for listening. Thanks to my boss, Jennifer, for coming on the pod uh, today, and have a happy 4th of July, everybody.